Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Good morning. Welcome to Brady and Coke for a shitty Huddersfield game, which, you know, I think you could probably say it were a pile of dog turd and fully <laughs> intend that pun, couldn't you, Gilly? How are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm a little worse for wear today. Um, yeah, you... I might have enjoyed myself yesterday evening. <laughs> <laughs> enjoyed yourself? Do you mean drowned your sorrows? No, no. I, I, do you know what? I'm quite zen about it. We've got nine. We've got nine winning consecutive league games, and we remain unbeaten all year. We're quite zen about it. It's it's fine. You know, I think the the amount that they celebrated a draw um, made it seem more like it was a loss to us. And they were down to ten men for an extended period of the game, and we should have capitalised on that, and we didn't. But we still remain unbeaten. I'm quite zen about this, especially when you look at some of the other. You know, Ipswich are the one that, uh, that that let us down yesterday. But everybody else kind of just got on board with, well, Leeds are fucked up, so let's join them. All right. Well, on that note, I'll run the intro and then we'll prop again. <laughs> Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> You look like fucking Brolin, you're a leads eating bastard. Like some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tensel player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. Nothing spectacular, really. Again. Although we've not been able to say that recently, so. It's it's like a, a throwback. It still feels a bit like oh here we go. But you know what? We've we've done all right. And um, yeah, I mean, like you say, there's two ways to look at yesterday, isn't there? You can either look at it as we've screwed up, we've dropped the ball, or you can look at it as we're a point closer to the title. Exactly that. Exactly that. You know, Leicester um, joined us as I say in not having the best of days, um, but that's now three defeats in a row for them. The wheels may have fallen off there. Exactly, they were adamant when we beat you. So earlier in the season, and I pointed this out, uh, they drew with Wednesday. 
um, just after. So they were a win in between, but they lost to Borough, they lost to us, they then won, and then they drew with Wednesday. And I'm looking at that and I'm going four points from possible 12. They could mm. go on that sort of run again, and we're there. <laughs> it's that, now a worse I, run than that. That's it. We just need Ipswich to fuck off, don't we? I think we all need that. <laughs> just, I wish they'd just piss off. They're like a, a fly that you can't get rid of. That's flying around your fucking house, and you just you, you end up chasing the bastard round with a swatter, and you can't catch it. That's how it feels with them at the moment. I mean, we have caught them, we overtook them. Now we're behind them again. But I don't. But we know. did that with Saints. You know, Saints came from nowhere. They went into second place. They were in front of us, and we we're like, oh shit. And now Saints are three points behind us with the worst mm. goal difference. It's like you know, it, it's it's there's a long there's a lot of football still to be played. I know it's it's what twelve games left, but th- there's a fair amount of football still to be played here, and it's not inconceivable, even now, that Leicester fall outside of the top two. No, it's it's there's enough possible. football left. Yeah, we've shown how you can fuck up. it up from Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. We know no that it can go ever. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We were the team that broke that, and now we're the team that's come to enforce it against Leicester. Yeah. So let's let's see. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm 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 kind of like I'm a bit down about it and disappointed on the game as a standalone thing. It's just it's hard to imagine that a team as good as ours could go there against them. Should have scored really early on as well, yeah. and again missed a chance, and then we've conceded a shit goal. They've gone down to 10 men. They should have been probably down to nine. They were absolute set of fouling, cheating, game-spoiling twats. They weren't <laughs> there to play football. They were there to frustrate and to yeah, break the game up. And they, they pulled off their game plan, all fairness to them. They knew Gaffer is doing a good job with them. He is. He's walked in and seems to have changed a lot of what's going on there. And he's, he seems to have plugged a lot of the gaps. You know what I mean? He, that was my worry about that game. And it it. To me, because of that, purely because of that new variable, there were a little bit of an unknown about it for me. It, it could have been a yeah. banana skin, and so it proved. And I think you sort of touched on it right at the beginning there. I were going to come on and say sort of the same thing, that we were never going to win every game between now and the end of the season. We were never going to win every game. It's just It just doesn't happen. There's all, It's the championship. There's always a bullshit game like that, and... That game yesterday had like Wigan vibes for me. It just it just <laughs> didn't feel like we were gonna get anything. And yeah. I suppose even getting a point in them circumstances is good. But it's just it's sad to see when you've got all that attacking talent and there's just no one turned up. And I don't know if that's a cup hangover. And again, Leicester still have cup games. We now don't. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's what it is or what. I mean, we we will have raised our level to play against Chelsea. Yeah. And it's it's not unreasonable that they might be tired after that. But there were players that also didn't play in that game, like Rutter and stuff, who should have probably done better. But I don't know. It, it kind of is what it is, isn't it? It is. But you also need to reflect on that Chelsea game and the players that run available for it. And we all, I think to a man, we to, to a person, should I say, we all went, oh... Daniel, we see what you're doing. We know that you're just resting those. But what if they were all actually carrying injuries? And it was yeah. so important in the league that we played them, that we've played them, but they were all somewhat below. Below par might be unfair. I would say about par, because actually they've been playing above themselves for large amounts of the season, and certainly over yeah, the, yeah. the nine, nine preceding league games. Um, 
so maybe they just didn't look quite as dynamic, quite as um, as as capable going forward, because actually all four of them that started in the front four had, had been carrying a knock. Um, yeah. So you know, it, it, it's one of them for me. I think um, we've gone away from home in a local derby against the side that traditionally always, always gets up for this game. Uh, it, it's a game they look for when the fixtures come out, isn't it? Let's make no mistake. Absolutely that. Um, so I think you know it, it's it's been built up in the media about the record and whatever else. Um, so ignore it as much as they, they can. But mm. the, and the, the coaching staff are going to know that they're on this record-breaking run. Um, you know, Farker kept, kept, had been asked about it a couple of times, and he was saying, you know, game at a time, but but it still ramps up some of that pressure because now you've got something to protect, not just desperate the number of points you can get, you've also yeah, yeah, you're trying to protect. And I don't know, I, I think if you reflect on the game, if you look at um, uh, Rutter had a shot towards the end of the first half that just flew past the post, Bamford mm. had one that went past the other post. Somerville's hit the post. Um, yeah. Kamara, God knows, early on. You know, if, if that chance goes in, when, when it's fallen to Kamara and he's about eight yards out and he's stood on his own with ball at his feet and he's going, shit, I need to find somebody to pass to, otherwise I'm going to have to shoot. If we take that chance at that point in time, it feels very different. I think the fact that they got their noses in front, I think regardless so. of the red card, the fact that they got their noses in front made a big difference to the, the balance of the game and the way that they were going to play. Because it Absolutely. felt to me like it was a case of, Let's just get free kicks in their area. We'll get the big lads up. We'll put it in the mixer. We'll play dice ball. You know, we'll put it in the mixer and we'll yeah. just play low block. You know, we'll just spoil, um, upset, you know, break up the game. They did it really, really well. Yeah. But for anybody that doesn't like that sort of football as a neutral or anybody that's playing against that with better players, it's going to frustrate. And therefore, we all feel frustrated because they did it I mean, well. You, you could change that from anybody who you know, likes that as a neutral to anybody with eyes. Yeah. <laughs> anybody with eyes could see how... His job how has gone into just shit as game many problem. points as he can out of the remaining fixtures, isn't it? You know, they are still yeah. right down there. They are joint on points with Stoker. We're in the bottom three. That's all he's right there to do. It. Yeah. He's, he's there to scrape by whatever means possible enough points to keep him in the league. And, and it is by care. any means necessary. Um, their their fans won't give a shit that they won that. Well, I'm going to say yeah. won that game, but they got that point by. Um, it feels like it the feels to them did. like they won it, though, doesn't it? It does, yeah, it does. And I mean, if Leicester fans want to moan about our celebrations, then you know, let's talk about other field <laughs> celebrations because yeah. fuck me. Yeah, um, but so I, yeah, I, I am a bit worse for wear. Uh, I have just done yeah. tinny, but it's not a tin of lager. I, 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 trying to get me going. <laughs> I finished my pint of coffee, and I'm a monster now. <laughs> If Monster wants to sponsor us, we'll happily drink that on these these bar <laughs> um, um So but yeah, yeah. you know, I, I think just on on, on balance, what I, I, I get, I get it, and and um, it does feel really negative on the face of it. But ultimately, the fact that not everybody else picked up maximum points around us—that's the biggest deal for me. Yeah, that's it. I'm just going to pull this comment from Stu Nick. That game was like a dodgy away game in Eastern Europe in 1976. That's just what Huddersfield's like, Stu. That's, <laughs> it is like being in like 70s. That's Eastern what he meant. Just, just the surrounding <laughs> area and, and all of that. That's just what it felt like. Um, I've got the table up here, actually. We'll just uh, pull it up and have a look while we talk about this. If I can do it in reasonable time. But um, yeah, I mean, 
when you look at that there now, we're two points behind Ipswich. Um, you can't quite see Leicester's points because of our graphic, but they're on 78. We've closed we've closed down to them by another point. We're, we're chasing the title at this point, so we have gained on the top spot. <laughs> Cheers, Matt. Um, it was bothering you, that, wasn't it? You <laughs> <laughs> So we're, we've closed the point on top spot. It was a shite game. We didn't lose it. I mean, it, this would be a very different podcast if we'd lost that game. I'd be fuming. It you know was, I mean? but look at that goal difference as well. You know, we had three goals behind Leicester now. Yeah. And that felt insurmountable. You know, we were over 10 goals behind them three games ago. We um, were. We were. So the fact that they've lost their games and we've won ours, we've we've drawn them in further on points. They're now looking at us. They're looking at Ipswich and they're thinking, oh, shit, we've been, you know, their fans are going, shit, we, we've been celebrating yeah. winning the title for months. What's going that's on here? It. We've been pulled back that's into it. it. And, and and that's the point, you know. When when we when we beat them, we came from behind and we celebrated that. We were celebrating actually bringing them fully into the mix because if they're twelve points clear, it's done, job done. Yeah, no, no exactly. about it. That would have been that. So I think um, you know, looking looking at the table, I mean, look at the two te- teams right down at the bottom there. You Huddersfield Town joint on thirty eight points with Stoke, um, and I think um, anybody that thinks that so it, when you look at um, football-related accounts that are putting out the remaining fixtures and the run-ins and all yeah. of that sort of thing. Um, what they're doing is they're blending together all of the opposition to work out the average league position of the teams that are remaining. And mm. I was the lowest, um, and I think it was Saints that were highest in terms of the average league position of the opponents they've left to, to play. Yeah. But the, play, the, the teams that we're playing against, Uddersfield, Stoke and so on, they're fighting yeah. for their lives. They're fighting to stay in this division. You know, it's not like it's a dead rubber and it's an easy game because they're down at the bottom of the league and you know there's no relegation. It's not like it's not. Yeah, it, it don't work like that. So I think towards the end of the season, the only potentially easy games that you get on the face of it are the ones that are in mid-table that have really nothing left to play for. It's not the ones down at the bottom that are fighting for their lives. No, that's it. I'll try to click on it. Switch just to look at the running, but it's not letting me click on them. It normally does on this. Um... On this website, it's doing me heading. Yeah, bastards. Let's just see who they've got next. Let's have a look. So they've got Bristol City next. They That's should win that, fixture. really. But Cardiff. Yeah, Bristol City is not an easy fixture, but it's it, they're playing them at home, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Blackburn could be tricky, but again, they're not great. Wednesday, I expect them to beat. Now, this game here could be real significant for us. Ipswich versus Southampton, because we've still got a three-point buffer at Southampton, and we've got better goal difference, so it's effectively four points. So, I think if things are as they are now, going into that weekend, we're looking for a Southampton win there, surely. Yeah. Or a a draw. Or a draw, so there's points handed out, yeah. (laughs) Norwich, that's a derby game for them. They could lose that. It's, so it's, I mean, as you say, you know, there's so much football left to play, and so many permutations of of what could happen and, and when. I think you know, it's it very much. It, it sounds trite, and it sounds like it's just a trope, but it yeah. is just a case of concentrating on your next game and just seeing where you end up. Yeah, that's it. They've still got Hull away as well. That could be a dodgy fixture for them. Yeah, they are kind yeah. of like we're talking about sort of we scraped through that yesterday, but they are scraping every game at the moment, Ipswich. Like, when they do win, they seem to be scoring lucky goals or getting getting a bit of luck. 
Yeah. <clears throat> And, and nobody saw Kopiar getting a win against Leicester at Leicester. No, exactly. No one saw that coming. And that is the championship, and that's what's going to happen to all of us. Yeah. So like just I imagine said, how much worse it would feel if we'd have played town at home yeah. and been beaten, rather got than beat. playing them at theirs and got getting a draw. Yeah, exactly. And and if that had happened as well, and Leicester had won, and Ipswich had won, Southampton had won, that would have been a really bad weekend. As it is... Yeah. I don't want to say we got away with it because we have lost a league position, but we kind of got away with it. it. It could have been worse. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we absolutely. should have gone there and won. I'm, I'm not going to pretend we shouldn't. It's it, we're just yeah. we, we, we're in damage limitation mode this morning, aren't we? And just trying to find a positive out of it. It's but not all bad. Positive is it's not all bad. I think the positive is that we did more than enough to win that game anyway. You know, we didn't impress upon them as much as we should have done, especially when you consider the side that we ended up with out when yeah. we had three wingers and three strikers <laughs> all know, playing together. Um, you know, if if we consider, because Anthony came on towards the end, didn't he? So that were an additional winger and he came on for Thurpo and that, that changed the kind of the makeup of the side. But they were doing nothing but defending at that point. It were just two banks yeah, of five. Yeah. That's all yeah. it was. Two banks of five. Just come at us and if you break us down, fair play. But um, I think for me, I wanted the changes made at halftime. And I know we've spoken before about yeah. how long it takes to make the changes. You know, I'm, I'm tweeting at 55 minutes, Daniel, we know the changes that are needed. Get James on. <laughs> Get um, uh, um, uh, uh, Roberts on. Yeah, um, and, and just change that right hand side because we could see that we could get out of them. Everything we're trying to go through, Somerville and Ruta on the left hand side, and we weren't making the inroads that we wanted. Somerville looked lively when we got on the ball towards the end of the game, but that's because we then made the changes because then they've got to defend against Robertson. James. Yeah, that's it. You need and, you need James on to stretch a ten man team. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, you know <laughs> we we spoke about um, against Leicester at, at half time. I was saying we need a threat in behind. That mm. threat in behind, when especially when Bamford is playing, is you can play off him and you can get James and you can get Somerville in front of him. Yeah, Nonto doesn't I mean, seem to do that. He seems to hold his position, and whether he's told to or not, you know that, that yeah. we, don't, we don't know that bit. But he holds that position. He wants the ball, and then he's going to run in. Whereas James will just make the runs that harm the opposition yeah. and make them think about it. Yeah, we played some piss poor balls for James. We did. Say that. Like he, he was chasing him as he does, but he had no chance getting to some of the stuff that we did. And Roberts was absolutely fuming that he wasn't getting the ball enough. Yeah, and he was kicking it. off, and he was shouting at him, and he got the ball, and then we scored. And and that's what you want, <laughs> and you want yeah. players like that. He he seems to get leads, does Roberts? He's just fit right in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's that, the kind that was of, my other tweet in the second half was Roberts is a lad. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of character that we needed in the side. Yeah. And if you're going to take out a big, big personality like Luke Ayling, then putting somebody in with their own big personality is, you know, that's a win-win for me. Yeah. And the fact he's a good player as well. He's he's looked great when he's come on. He has, he has. And and he's desperate for the ball. And that's that's mm. sometimes that's what you need as well. Because yeah. if you've got um, a group of players that have struggled to break a side down, and then somebody come on with wanting the ball, and we were finding pockets of space mm. as well. You're thinking, right, okay. And it just gives that additional bit of impetus back to the players that are on the pitch as well. So yeah, yeah I don't I, yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 pleased for Paddy, he got his goal. Um he mm. would get he were uh, um having a few people knocking him in first half, and I were looking at it and I'm thinking, is that fuck all feed off? Right footed yeah. as well. 
But one of those goals that um, is a striker that has read the play and, and has then physically dominated the defender that they're up against to get himself mm. in the right position and finish it off, it were a scrappy goal because it would two yards out, whatever else. But he's battled to get into the right position. And, he, and he, for me, it were worth that goal just from that. But he had very little to go off. You can um, tell he's mentally back where he was now, though, because yeah. like we've seen him miss those, yeah. he, those chances like that when you know when nothing would go his way. Yeah, but he still yeah, puts agreed. himself in. He still goes for it, and things are coming off now. Like he looks like he's got his eye in now. He knows what he's doing again. He's he's back up to speed. Yeah, and and I think it is it is it is that um, he, he scores in in he gets on a run and then he scores in batches, doesn't he? Um, he does. Yeah. So I, I think it it'll be. Um, It'll be really interesting to see um, how we take on the next game. I think it was it was a bit disappointing to me that Dan James didn't start. Um, yeah, it was also disappointing to me that he didn't come on at half time. Yeah, um, just because I think that when it is going to be a side that's going to play deep, he's the one that worries them, um, mm. and and it is that threat in behind. And I think that the deeper they drop, the more space we'll find in midfield. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and that, that's that's you know that's where Rutter Somerville. Um, and Dan James himself, um, that's where they can hurt the opposition. And I think that's that's what we didn't really do is we didn't drag them out of their positions enough. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When they when they stretched with ten men, that's that's exactly what you should be doing. Yeah. But they never looked like they had ten men the way we no. were playing. It, they didn't look like they had ten men. They were still sort of doubling up Somerville. We were still sort of we were getting into these little cul-de-sacs with the ball where we've got a group of them around us, and we're not we're not passing it out of there or we're making mistakes you know we just we weren't exploiting the space on the pitch and when you see that goal against Plymouth Warwick where Willie's stood fucking miles away on the other wing and Rooter boots it right over like there were nothing yeah. like that there were no switching play or anything like that and it were it were a little bit disappointing they, they did look tired they did and, and they that's did. understandable but it, it didn't help us you know yeah and, and that could be down to the fact that you know, if those players that were reportedly injured for the Chelsea game and unavailable had not trained, mm. then you know that 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 then is is understandable. I think the main yeah. concern for me off the back of that then is, well, are they going to be fully fit for Stoke? <laughs> it's midweek. You know, we don't have a week to to get them back to to where they, they should be physically. So, um, and that that is is another one there where actually does that become more of a pressing concern in that game? Because they're going to play in exactly the same way. It's exactly what they did at their place early in the season. Is They disrupted our game, spoiled us, kicked the shit out of Rutter. And, and it worked. And it worked. Yeah. It worked. Um, they, they do, that's the worry. They, they do have a handle on how to disrupt us. So it is worrying. Yeah. But we're a different proposition at home. Like that game yesterday, we, we're at home, we won that game. Do you know what I mean? We yeah, very definitely. It just, it wouldn't have happened. I'm not... I'm not worried about Stoke anymore than I worry about any other game. I always have that little niggle of, what if we blow this? What if we fuck it up? But I'm not going into that game thinking, oh, God, we're going to lose or we're not going to win. I still fully expect business as usual when we play them. I just, yeah. If, if, if Farker has to chase them around the training ground on a golf cart with a cattle prod <laughs> to get them fit, then do you know what I mean? Whatever it takes, I don't care. But I, I, I expect business as usual. I'm not worrying about that game so much. Yeah, and, and we are a different proposition at home, you're right. Mm. Um, I think for me, there were a couple of things, you know, just to touch on um, the changes again. I was a bit surprised, you know, there's a comment in, um, I think it might have been Bryn, um, 
this one here. Surprised they didn't mm. move right to left wing to stretch them on the left foot in front line by Bamford. Could have chucked Joseph into the box as another alternative. I was mm. a bit surprised, actually, that it was a Piro that came on and not um, Joseph, based on the goals he'd scored against Chelsea and based on the fact that actually what you would... what Maybe not what everybody would, but what I would do is I would play Joseph on the last man and drop Bamford mm. slightly deeper because he's better on ball and he's deceptively fast. Yeah, yeah. will naturally move them around. So um, I think rather than Pirot, that kind of, for me, he's, he's, he's somewhere between a, a nine and a ten. He, he, he doesn't actually have a position and it, it, that's difficult for me. He's not as good mm -hmm. on the ball as Rutter or Somerville. He's not, as fa he's not fast like Bamford or James. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm not seeing what, where it would be impactful for Pirot to come on. Whereas yeah. with Joseph, you put him on your last man, you get him knocking him about because he played, you know, against Chelsea, we're fearless. He'll get yeah, in yeah. there and he'll mix it up. And, and so I don't know, for me, that would have been the ch change rather than Pirot. Um, and, uh, but either way, I think the changes just needed to be earlier. Yeah. I think, um, I think the thing with Joseph and Piro is Piro's the established first team player, so he probably feels an obligation to bring him on ahead of Joseph. Like, you know, uh, he, he might, he might get disgruntled if he's not. I guess so, but I'm just trying to think of reasons why at the moment. But yeah, because he, he did so well against Chelsea, Joseph, and he looked like a proper striker. He was in all yeah. the right places for stuff. Like, he nearly scored that third one when the, the ball, he sort of he tried to sort of take it and. He sort yeah. of chested it half, chested it half, bodied it. He just couldn't do anything because he was so close to the goal. But he were, he were in the right places. Um, yeah. And I'd like to see a bit more of him after that. That was like his breakout performance for me because we've seen little cameos from him and he's not really done much. He's not had much opportunity to do much, to be fair to him. But when he got a chance, he took it for me. So that should be rewarded. He should have got some minutes in that game if we were going to bring another striker on. Yeah. It's a little yeah, bit of a, a downer that. Yeah, um, and it, it was a bit deeper, wasn't it? So it was kind of between an eight and a ten more than anything mm -hmm. else, which didn't feel like that's what we needed. So it it, it would have, it would a bit strange. It would have, it would odd decision. Um, I think so. Um, I just I also just wanted to touch. I know that you retweeted it, but one of the other tweets that I put out is actually before the game. Um, is I'd, I'd identified Hog would be an issue in this game. Oh yeah. I think that very, very much they'd been told to target Somerville and Rutter. Oh, absolutely! I think he saw a chance to to take Rutter uh, to take Somerville out. Absolutely did. Um, I feel sorry for Nakayama, but that felt like karma that they had gone in to hurt our players, and one of their players had got hurt. Um, absolutely. Live by the sword, he, die by the sword. Well, exactly, and he is that sort of prick. He absolutely is that sort. Oh, of prick. yeah. Um, so I think the fact that he's been sent off that that's great. Uh, I hope that gets them relegated actually because they'll be playing without the captain for. A, and now he's very very lucky that that went straight red because that's when it should have been. It should have been. That he, will be the saw him. I, I don't he think saw him and he yeah. stuck his elbow out. Absolutely, that's, that's intent. He did it on purpose. Um, so it, for me, that's an easy decision for the referee to make because he's on a yellow. Well, I sent yeah. him off. Yeah, but he should have been a straight red. Um, yeah, exactly. So, should have been a yeah, free I, game ban. Yeah, I, and I think that it's it's one of them. Actually, when they were trying to play football, that that Rodoni actually he played well against us, and and um, there were a couple of times there were a fizzing shot that he had in first half that Melia saved. I mean, it was a comfortable height, but he did it so well and so cleanly. Yeah, 
Hell, that could have flown in. Yeah, that um, was a good effort. That it was. Um, and and I think you know that their goal, very much like the Leicester goal, is it's from a corner. We've not dealt with the first ball. We're not there for the second ball. Yeah. Um, you know, Melia did well to keep it out, but then they're just quickest to react. Actually, Furpo was really quick to react, but he were he were just a yard away, a yard further away from the ball, so he couldn't get there. Um, yeah. But it, it, I think I'm, I'm not certain, but I think every goal in the league, at least, that we've conceded since the turn of the year has been from a set piece. It's a free I thought you were going to say has been shit. <laughs> well, they have. Shit goals. They really um, have. Yeah, and yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's just, oh, it, it was such a frustrating game, man. It, there's a comment here that I was going to bring up a while back, actually, from uh, Simon Coley, and he says Farker tried everything, but like you said, ball only in play twenty minutes. That guy's still tying his fucking laces. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I mean that was mental, wasn't it? The keeper's fake injury, the guy tying his fucking laces for about five minutes. It were just it were it were a masterclass in filth. Yeah, they did do it well. It would just if you want to come to the championship and grind out a result against a team you got no right to grind a result out against. That's how you do it, and it ain't <laughs> yeah. pretty, but it's effective. Yeah, exactly like, that. Best way to stop a good football inside is make sure there's barely any football being played. I mean, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and I think um, I only saw the stat from the first half. Um, but I think that's the least that the ball's been in play in any half of football since the season started. Shades of that Wolves game in the Premier League when they came to Elland Road. Do you remember? <laughs> and they were in play for about like 26, 27 minutes or something. It were it were like that. Yeah, no, it, it was. It was awful. And I, I, I think the biggest thing to take from that game is we don't have to watch that every week. You know, they, they, yeah. Uddersfield Town fans are <clears throat> ecstatic that they've been able to end our run and that they've been able to get a point from us at their place and whatever else. Yeah, But they have to watch that football and we don't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and they may have like rammed my season ticket price up by over 100 quid, but at least I get to watch our football. You know, small mercies and all that. Job's about to come to an end at end of March. I've got a fork out for that now. So cheers, Leeds. No, you're, you're all right, mate. You're all right. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look after it. I'll, I'll find a way. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think um, they, just just to extend on the point, um, Hog is a prick um, oh, and fully yeah, deserved yeah. to be sent off. Um, should have been sent off with a, um, a, a straight red. Um, but I thought that Pearson was very lucky not to get sent off as well. Um, mm. He absolutely raked his studs down the back of Somerville's leg. Uh, and yeah. when Somerville went down, it were like, what's up with him? I've not touched him. And it was dirty, <laughs> properly dirty. It really was. Um, it's terrible. Ward, it? Yeah. Ward got away with one. There was a, a high ball. Uh, and that was an elbow. Um, that Pearson, again, uh, was the one that, that um, uh, smashed Willie Nonto in the ribs. Now, it's Willie Nonto. So we can't be sure whether he's hurt or not because for me he still goes down far too easily. But at the yeah. same time, he had taken him out. Can't help it. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> they brought had... up that way, aren't they? <laughs> he had taken him out, um, yeah. and he didn't get booked for that one. And um, he did get a booking. I can't remember if it was the. I don't even think it was the Somerville one. And he was complaining about well, why they're falling over. And some of their fans are doing the same thing now. We'll come on to that on the main pod, I think. But, um, I, I, yeah, I think 
the fact that we played against a side that's got Tom Lees in it for a start, um, the fact that all they have is Sauber Thomas's free kicks, which aren't particularly yeah. good. Um, yeah. You know, the the goal that they scored from that that's that should be defended. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. It, 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 it wasn't an amazing ball in. It was the ball that you expect them to play. Um, yeah, I, th- I, I, th- I think I think there, there were a lot. Um, you know that um, I, I don't know how you pronounce his name. It's a shame Carl's not here, but we need Carl for these. Yeah, Burger sauce something like that. Burger sauce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> call him that. Um, I, I thought uh, so. There were a really late challenge. He didn't even get booked, and he, but mm. they hooked him just after that, and that Karoma came on for him. Um, yeah. So they, you know, genuinely, really lucky not to be down to nine, if not worse. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And you know all they would have done if they'd been down nine would have just been sit everyone in front of the box. Well, and yeah. It, you know, it probably still wouldn't have been any easier the way they were playing, but True. Yeah, they, but, so I think they got away with a lot. They did. But I think that's five bookings if you include both of the cards that Hog was showed, which I think automatically kicked in a review of their behaviour. to control your players, you get a fine, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Um, whereas I think the only one that we got, which was absolutely mystifying to him and to me, was Rutter. Like, yeah, I remember what, that. What? <laughs> it was like what? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think we um, all were, weren't we? That, that, I think that he, was a strange one. He must have felt like he had to book someone from Leeds, otherwise it'd look bad. Is all I, think, I can think. Yeah, I think if it is that, what I would have liked is um, when when we were going up for a corner or whatever. Um, is Rodon? So, so very so, very yeah. different levels, I know. But um, it, what I would have done is I would have steamed straight through that Pearson. He's there. Uh, oh, he's there. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, going up for a corner. Um, if I'd have been Rodon, I'd have looked for Pearson and gone right. Okay, you're getting it on this. I don't care where yeah. the ball's going. You're getting yeah. smashed, and I'd have steamed through him. Um, oh, absolutely. That, that, that might be the only disappointment for me, which might seem counterintuitive because uh, Bucky's that's the Sunday league thing. player in you, Gilly. Well, yeah, but I'm um, gonna, I'm gonna fucking get him. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. <laughs> if, especially if 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 I've seen them smash one of our smaller players, right? I, you're getting it next because I'm oh, not too right, up with yeah. that, and you know that you're in a battle now. And too I think right. that, that's the only thing for me. And it might just be because Farker's professionalism more than anything else, um, and he's gotten well drilled to just focus on the football. But when it's attritional like that, and they are behaving in that way, I think they need it back. Um, but you know, the side that we've got is far too good to be doing that against them, I suppose. Um, I was surprised, and, actually, how disciplined we were. Yeah. yeah. Like, we didn't get drawn into any scraps or anything, and they were definitely up for that. They were trying. And I think that is that is a positive. Um, but I would have um, I would have loved somebody to go steaming through someone, oh, I won't lie. <laughs> I, I reckon Farker probably um, pulled them all in and had a specific word about that sort of thing after Melia got sent off against yeah, Preston. Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, but, you know, if you look at the players that we've had over our history um, and the players that actually we've idolised, while at the club, I will say, because one of the ones I'm going to mention um, afterwards ruined that for me. But you look at Batty, you look at Calvin, you look at Alan Smith, and they would have gone straight through somebody. But they oh, would have probably yeah. got sent off. <laughs> I know which one you're going to say ruined it afterwards. Well, yeah. Um, little scummer in here. But you know, oh, yeah. all of the players that I that have been my favorite players throughout the time, Berra, Batty, Calvin, you know, they're all players. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Because that adds that edge to them that you know yeah. that actually they can go do that to someone. And I think that's that's... That's I, I would have quite liked to have seen somebody get steam through, <laughs> and, and you knew as well, like what you were saying. If like somebody is like trying to, let's say, bully one of the smaller players on the team or something, like a, a, a batty wouldn't have stood for that, would he? He'd have made a point to go and make sure yeah. that bloke knows not to do that again. He'd, yeah. he'd have dealt with him. Yeah, you know, so, but you, you, we don't really have that at the moment. We we've we got don't. players who fight for the team. They they're all in. They care. You know, you can tell the love of the club and playing for it, but we don't have like a nasty bastard, do we? No, and that that's that's probably a positive, but not the way it that probably like it. is. Because <laughs> you know they'd love to give us red cards if there yeah. were a chance. So it, it's it's an interesting juxtaposition that because I respect the professionalism for not getting drawn into that, but at the same time I want somebody to go. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see it, but you don't want any consequences from it. Yeah, exactly that. So. I'm just going to grab these comments that I started before, yeah, yeah. Um, because they'll just build up otherwise, and I'll never go back to them. Um, so we got one early on from Joe Bedford saying, not going into doom and gloom phase, but emotionally it feels like a loss to me. So that's pretty much how we feel, I think. Uh, Bandy says, as an ex-coach, I can tell you it was a combination of I come down from Chelsea, the huge weight of the 10 in a row record, and Huddersfield's fight for survival that did us. And yeah, I mean, I can totally, totally get that. It's like a perfect storm, and it? it's... Wrong, wrong team at the wrong time, in a way. Yeah. Um, with everything going on, another one from Bandy saying a point in the way derby match is a point earned. Again, sound logic. Friend of the pod, Johnny Brown. He'll be uh, knee deep in shit in his bar, just rolling around <laughs> on floor after a heavy <laughs> night, probably. Uh, standard footballer talk here. Let's take one game at a time. Worry about ourselves first. Absolutely, Johnny. Uh, Joe Bedford, she says, I'm not sure a rookie ref in his first season refereeing the championship should have been taking charge of that game last night, but I don't blame him for the result. I mean, I didn't realise you were a rookie ref in his first season. I I always forget to read Joe's bloody ref thing, which she does, which is very good. It's great that she takes the time because it's, it's, it's some... It's some real insight to the uh, the man in the middle, and and it, it gives you a bit of an impression, and she uh, gives a bit of detail on prior games that they've had. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I it's good because it's a bit of insight you don't get any otherwise. It, it is that, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I get the point in terms of experience and whatever else, and always knowing that you know being a local derby and being that Hog was going to be on the pitch and whatever else. I think, I think it's 
it's fair on reflection to go, well, should it have been given to somebody that doesn't have the level of experience? But at the same time, I didn't think he, he I certainly didn't think he was unfair. I didn't, I didn't think he did that badly. I thought he was relatively poor for both teams. Uh, but yeah, somebody said did. that in the comments. Um, so, so I think I think it's it's the consistency that we're looking for. If he's going to on that note as well, <laughs> I'd not seen that. No, I um, haven't. Uh, so Matt Leeds is just in the comments saying, "What about the Huddersfield player after the game saying the ref was against us? I mean, uh, against hell, us against, as in Leeds, I, I would get. Yeah. <laughs> wow, there's a thing. Um, I don't know. I, I guess that that might be just part of the entire. Um, uh, ethos that they're adopting at the moment of us against the world. We've yeah, done that in the past. So. When when we've been really shit, we've done that and we've gone, right, well, it, we, we can only look after ourselves. We'll moan about everything going against us and we'll we'll say that we're up for the fight and all of that sort of stuff. It's, hey, it's, 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 it's a powerful thing if you get everyone on the same page with that mentality. Yeah. Look at what Dennis Wise did, man. A shit manager like him got us... Back from minus fifteen in no time because it to was be just, fair, that was just mentality. Point, I take your point. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but he officially <laughs> was a manager, wasn't he? Um, but yeah, it's siege mentality it works when you when you're in the shit and you're in the trenches, man, and you're in a fucking boat with a bucket with an hole in it. You know what I mean? Siege mentality is the only thing you've yeah. got. Yeah, you're not going to suddenly turn a bad team into a good team overnight. So you got to get them mentally strong and ready to stand exactly. up, aren't you? That's yeah, all you can do. It's exactly. it's more. It's more man management than it is sort of technical coaching in that situation, if you know what yeah. I mean. It's just it's just getting everyone on the same page. That's it. And he's yeah. done a good job with that as their manager. But, you know, we have to be able to beat teams like that. We're going to get a few teams like that now between now and end of the season. Yeah. So, I mean, Farker tends to go away and learn from stuff, from what I've seen. Um, like, he, he generally makes his subs earlier these days than he used to, usually. And... There's little things where he has adapted when things have happened. He's like changed Piro and Ruta about, despite saying no, this is how it's going to be. And he is uh, open to taking stuff on. I think and most of that, I, I don't, maybe I don't so. But, you know, there is, I, I, there is some flexibility in there. Yeah, but I think that's Bamford coming in, and therefore he had to play Ruta at ten because Piro wasn't in. Bamford was because you're Bamford not going to play Bamford at ten. Like, well, yeah, and he's just done potentially. He's just done that bit better than he expected him to. Um, mm. And for me now, you know, there was a comment about I'm surprised I didn't put Rutter on the left, but he's played so well in that position yeah. that it's 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 difficult. So I think um, it's one of them. You know, we've got our, our next three games are Stoke, Chef Wednesday, and Millwall, and they're going to be attritional games. Um, Stoke are going to want to come and spoil because they got some joy out of that earlier in the season. Chef Wednesday is another derby. They think they're as big a club as us. Um, but they're right down there and, and and they're screwed in terms of the league positions and whatever else. So they're going to want a battle. Millwall's yeah. always a battle. So, yeah. you know, that, that's it, it, that's going to be the pattern of games. You know, beyond that, we've got Watford that'll be, you know, I just expect us to get three points. That'll be a fairly straightforward game. Uh, and then I we've do. got Hull. But you just never know. You never know. But then we've got Hull, you know, and they're yeah. going to want a battle with us. So it's going to be another like side to the end of the season. Another side that looks for our game, and yeah. you know that's what they're looking forward to. But that's and they like... they're trying to get in the playoffs, aren't they? they they're on a little yeah. hush to try and secure a place for themselves. So it's not yeah. it's not an easy run. It's all teams that we should be able to beat, but that would I I would predict we're probably going to lose one one game at least in this run, possibly yeah. two. 
I don't think we're going to win everything, but we, we could. We've got the capability. But as we've seen this weekend, it's just not the way it goes in championship. You don't win all your games. You just don't. You just have to hope you do better than teams around you. Like somebody said in the comments before, like football coach talk, you know, worry about ourselves one game at a time. That's all you can do. And Farker's yeah. kind of, he's espoused that mentality, hasn't he? He's, you know, he's he's been talking about that kind of thing. Not bothered about table, not bothered what anyone else is doing. We just care about what we're doing and we work with each other and we fix things we've done and we're not bothered what anyone else is doing. And that's, you know, that's the way forward, I think. That's all you can do now. We yeah. have to get another run going now, but as you said, we, we're kind of still on a run because we're still unbeaten. So it's pick them, pick themselves up and go again. You know, we're unbeaten, I think, still at home all season. Yeah. Uh, we're unbeaten since the turn of the year, home and away in the league. So I, and you we're, know, and, we're and scoring lots of goals beaten, generally. Yeah. And the only side to have beaten us literally has spent over a billion pounds on their playing squad. And they beat us by one goal. <laughs> There's a lot of positives to be taken from this. They didn't look like there were that much of a gap, did they? No, between us and them. So they, they, they had a bit more pace and a bit more technical skill, and that yeah. was about it for me. Really, they want like a, a superior team, like echelons above us. And it wasn't our I first mean, eleven. You know, no. quite quite some distance away from being our first eleven. And I said, so you know, there's, there are a lot of positives we can take from the position that we find ourselves in now. Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, Ipswich have won five on the bounce. Fine. Mm. Keep that going to the end of the season and you're up. And do you know what? But, if they do that, you know, Ipswich had a run of one win in 10 or something. Yeah. Whereas we had a, a fucking a run of, what, one draw in 10. Yeah. <laughs> and we, everything else. We won all the rest. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not like, I'm not sitting here worried that everybody else is going to win all the games either because they're not. Exactly that. Exactly. And that. you know, you know me, if something's bad, I'm straight down in dumps, like, oh, it's the end <laughs> of the world, it's a disaster. And I, I were upset yesterday. I were like, oh, we've fucking blown it. You know, I didn't mean like for the season, just losing our position and that stuff. opportunity and, for three points. Yeah, we have to come from behind again. But we've shown time and time again we can we can do it. We've chased down massive points gaps. We it's have not a realistic team in the league for um picking up points from losing positions. It's not realistic to close a gap that big then just carry on winning. You're still going to have your little setbacks, but we've come so far forward. Yeah. You can lose a game as long as you pick yourself back up because everyone yeah. else will lose a game. you just got to keep going, not worry about it too much. There's a couple of uh, questions in the comments. First one oh, here. Does Bamford score more goals than the lazy Dutchman? I'm assuming Fucking from that, or not Somerville. He just he just might at this point. Um, so, actually, largely, I think that's 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 not even relevant. And the reason that I say that is, so I think he will, but I, I think that because of the impact that Paddy has when he's on the pitch, mm. even when he's not scoring goals, he's he's creating more opposite, more opportunity for the players around him than Piro is because he's affecting the game more. He's always so done I, that, though, hasn't he? He has, he has. And, you know, under Bielsa, when he went through non-scoring positions, I think lots and lots of the fan base are going, but look at all of the... Look at the way that we play with him compared to the way that we play without him, and I think it's still true. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and you know, Piro's much younger. I think Piro's 23, 24. He, he looks like he's quite a bit older than that, but he's not. He's still he a does. young player. And he's, you it know, looks he's like he's about. Nine. It looks like he's like 28, 29 or something. Yeah. Doesn't he? Like it's pushing. I mean, looks good. Um, <laughs> he does. I think maybe maybe his mum smoked a lot. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> well, they are Dutch. You, you never yeah, know. exactly. Um, but um, 
no, I think if you, if you look at where Paddy was five years ago, before Bielsa got hold of him, just or, or just at that point, and the career he'd had until that point, I think Pirro's probably had the better younger career than Paddy had, but mm. Paddy got to that level. So I think we're in that we're in that thing now where he's got room still to develop and grow as a player and to to really get to grips with what position he's going to have. Um, yeah. Whereas Paddy's had more of that, and and he, you that, know, Paddy should Paddy? be. His, yeah, it will be. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, Seven he's, goals he should be at his that. peak. You know, the, yeah, this he should, is, yeah. should be his peak period, and and and, and you know, Piro's for five years off what his peak is going to be. So he, he's got room to develop and grow. So I, I, you know, I don't want to write him off just now. I think part of the problem is actually the. Um, the shape and the setup that we've got doesn't really lend itself to Piro's game. Mm. It's a bit like when Billy Sharp played for us, isn't it? Like you knew the guy could finish, but yeah. in our system, it just didn't really work. It was kind of like buying a striker because he had good numbers, but no kind of regard for whether he actually fit. Yeah. And the Piro signing now feels a bit like that. But at the time we signed him, I were over the moon, man. I were, I were well pleased. Yeah. I thought, promotion guaranteed with this guy but he just keeps like he gets put in the 10 and then his link up plays poor or he'll suddenly get an opportunity on the edge of the box which is meant to be his fucking wheelhouse <laughs> yeah. and he's blasting it into fucking space I mean I don't know if his confidence is just a bit low or what or if he's been putting someone else's boots on but you know something's not quite right and there's probably a lot of pressure on him because he feels like he has to score whenever he gets a chance now yeah. because pressure is mounting. And it's only going to get worse. Yeah, I go with that. Um, who, who, who were it that we had? I can't remember. Did he go back to Watford? I can't remember who we had. But we had um, somebody that had been top scorer the previous season and we signed him and put him up wing. And then he left us and went back to Watford and scored a boat full of goals again. And he was like, you know, we've got who to get that? the position right for him for him to be able to have the impact. Who was that? I can't think who that would be. Anyone in no, the I comments there? My memory really shit, so it's gonna bother me Weber, now. It? Can't be, can it? Marlon King. Marlon King. We did yeah, sign yeah, him, didn't we? King. Yeah. Was it him that ended up um, in prison? Or am I thinking of someone else? Dunno. There was a there was a football <laughs> around that time period. I'm sure it was him, but I could be wrong. I could be thinking of someone else. Luther Bliss it, someone one. says. <laughs> Yeah, he won't lose for Bliss. So he scored a boat full of goals for Watford, but no, that 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 wasn't who I was thinking of. I don't think anyone in our pod has ever watched Luther Blissett in person, there, but so um, I'd say it's not that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say to be honest, Gilly. I think we're getting close to the end here. We've kind of gone over it. Have you got what else you wanna you wanna go um, through? Well, I was just thinking then, actually, um, in terms of our fixtures, um, Tuesday is Stoke. So we're not going to have another main pod before that. So just in terms of, God. Just, just in terms of the expected lineup, I, I guess if we just want to touch oh, on okay, that, yeah, good idea, yeah, because um, we're, we're, not, we're not going to have another podcast before we um, before we play start now. So That's yeah, a good point. We'll probably be on Wednesday, I guess, won't we? It will be, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a combined BNC and main pod on on Wednesday night, probably. Um, good stuff. So yeah, I, I guess it's it's a case of. Do we make the changes that we, we we expect, or do we stick with the starting eleven? It's 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 a tough one. Do you think Dan James comes back in? He would for me. 
He would for me. Um, I'm torn on this. I would start... None of those look good recently, but James was so good before his injury. I'm going to say something slightly controversial here. Oh, shit. There we go. You're going to put Cooper I think in. If Willie Monto had not been scoring the goals that he's been scoring, it would have highlighted the poor run that Jimmy Somerville's been on. Do you reckon? Because he's been pretty massively off the boil for the past five or six games. I, I agree um, with that. And that one he hit the post yesterday. I had him to have two shots on target as well, and he, he fucked me. Um, <laughs> I lost about 40 quid in bets on Leeds yesterday. I expected us to win that game. I had a few things on. I was like, yeah, I'm going to make some money today. And I got so I just had one on. Confident. I had one on. Hog to get booked, obviously. Yeah. Had it a score, <laughs> which I got. Um, but I got Rutter to get an assist and leads to score, and there to be more than two goals. So if Rutter had, mm. had assisted anybody after, after what had happened, if Rutter had assisted anybody, I'd have 150 quid off a five. It'd have been quids then. Fucking yeah. It's, it, um, it makes you fucking mad, doesn't it? It's just... Because ah! <laughs> it um, should be happening. Yeah, So, but having said that, I'd still be playing Somerville uh, because it's Nonto that would drop out for me. Mm. Um, but I'd be playing Gray, and I'd be playing... Um, Gray in midfield, yeah, because I think those sides that drop off a lot um, of people yeah, asking I, for Roberts. I'd be doing the same with Allison. Um, so Allison in the comments just saying play, play Roberts and, and James. Um, mm. so I, I would be the same, I would be putting Gray into midfield, I'd be dropping Kamara and I'd be playing Roberts and I'd be playing James in front of him, yeah, absolutely. Everyone's on everyone's on the same page, I think. Yeah, I'll the same, yeah. Looks like everybody wants to see Roberts in Archie back in midfield. I mean, Eddie Gray had something to say about that as well, didn't he? Apparently, more than once. That was a little bit disappointing. Yeah, um, Bryn and I were talking in, in in a different group chat, and and I am I, it's worrying me slightly that Eddie's speaking that way because mm. it almost feels to me like they're preparing for him to have a move. That's the worry, isn't it? Yeah, that's the worry. Um, I just so, you'd think somebody that loves the club like that, the, the family is so intertwined with Leeds United, you know, that you'd think that they'd be telling him stay at the club and develop and keep going, give it a few seasons, see where they are. But yeah, it's a bit well, strange just, to hear that. It, it is. I just want to touch on something by Herbert here. Yeah, like, um, no, not that one. Skip it was. I can't believe fans want Kamara dropped after one poor game. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I think that Gray's more effective in midfield and what we need when there's that low block is less Kamara. So Kamara and Gruev, when there's teams that are going to play against us, mm. are good at winning the ball and getting it to the quicker players so that we can hit teams on the break. I think they're really effective against sides that are going to set up to try and play football against us. Leicester, they both played really well. In Actually, I don't, I don't think they played really well. I think they both were effective at what they did. Um, I didn't think Gruev had a particularly good game against Leicester, but he was dropping really mm. deep. And that allowed Ampadu to really drive us forward uh, from yeah. the left of, of defence. So I think yeah. I think they're really effective. I think they're quite intelligent in the way that they play the game and they, they do whatever's needed. I think that we're going to have a lot of the ball against Stoke and a lot of the ball against Chef Wednesday. And I think when we're on the ball, Gray's going to be more effective in midfield than Kamara. Um, oh, I think so. So I think it, it's not necessarily that I'm going, right, is that a poor game? Hook him. It's more setting us up for success. I want to see more of Roberts. He's definitely got something about him. Um, he's he's effective. He's 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 played how many minutes? Less than hundred minutes. He's got two assists. Come and on. a goal. No, no. Um, Roberts. 
Roberts. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's come, yeah. He's come, you know, he's come on. Mine went blank then. Yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's been great. He's got a couple of assists and he's bagged a goal. It's like he's having an impact now. Yeah, it um, seems to have sparked us into life each time he's come on as yeah. well. And I think that him and James um, getting at fullbacks is really going to harm people. So it's less, right, Kamara's had one game, hook him. And it's more, I want to set us up for success. And I think that Gray in midfield and Roberts and, and uh, James on the right, he's going to do that more for us. I think the only bit that, that could be a, a bit of a... Um, a, a bit of a uh, sticking point in that was Mark Edison here. Um, uh, maybe James Nonto to start and some of it will come on in second half. He's clearly carrying an injury and not training. So that's the bit that we don't get to see. And, and if some of yeah. it, I think, I think the comment was that he'd rolled his ankle and it were really swollen. If he's playing with that and he's not as in, impactful because he's carrying an injury, fair enough. That, that That's the bit that we don't get to see. But all, all being equal, I think I would be starting Somerville and James and yeah. I'd Gruev and uh, Gray in the middle. Yeah, absolutely. Not sure what Joe's talking about here. What the chuff. Do enlighten us, Joe. Whatever it was. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, do, do you think Gray's uh, like the long-term click replacement? Like same sort of position or do you think he's slightly different? He doesn't have the shit house to him, does he? Not um, yet. <laughs> I, think, I think he's got potential. Um, I, I think he's um, potentially, yeah. I, I think he's 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 probably an A, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, I um, think so. Yeah. When Eddie talks about him and he talks about his position, he's saying longer term he's going to be a box to box midfielder. Yeah. I, I think that that's probably the most physically and technically demanding position in football. He's got the and engine. For it. I think he's going to get there. You know, he, he's he's yeah. um, he's got. The athleticism. He doesn't. Mm. He doesn't have the strength yet. But he's he's a kid, so he's not gonna. Um, but equally, he's very very good at holding off opponents and looking after the ball as well. So I, I think, yeah, I think um, long term, I think that 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 is his position. I think um, if you look at the way that Click played under Bielsa, um, you know, he he made the side tick, didn't he? At times, and when he played well, we played well. There were times that we played yeah. well without him playing yeah, yeah. well, but, but when he played well, we did. Um, and and I think that it, it could be that. Um, I think he, you know, it's easy to get carried away, and we've had youth players before, and we've gone, oh, do you know what? These these are going to just go to the, you know, the, there's there's no ceiling. I think, yeah, out of all of the youth players we've had, Gray's potentially the one with the highest ceiling of all of them. Absolutely. Um, and you look at you know the conversations that are taking place at the moment in the media and so on about comparing him with Bellingham. Yeah, actually, a lot of people are saying he's had a better career to this this age. He's had a better mm. career than Bellingham. Now, that's not necessarily to say that he's going to become the best player in the world, as Bellingham probably is at the moment. Um, yeah. But that's that's the the level of capability shown to this point. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, Bellingham's like a generational talent, isn't he? Gray could be up there, but I don't think he's anywhere near his level yet. But I think there's a potential to be that kind of player in there, depending on on how he develops and. If we go up, you know, if we go up and he's playing Premier League football, he's going to just come on leaps and bounds because the way we've seen him um, sort of step up his game against opponents who are good wingers, you know, and he just seems to level up when he has to. Yeah. And he gets there and he matches them. And we've, like, we've seen him against players now where he's played the same people twice because we've played certain teams twice. And like people that had him on toast initially, he's now bossing them. And that's yeah, that's in the space of like six months. You know what I mean? That's insane. 
It is. And I, and I think the the only frustration might be a strong word uh, for it because he is a young man and he's, and it's a position that he's not used to, that he's, 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 you know, he's, he's still learning. And of course, he's still learning. He's 17. Um, but yeah. the, the only time that I've uh, got frustrated during a game with him is when he's been up against the right-footed winger that's playing on the left and he's allowed them to cut in instead of showing him down the wing. That's yeah. just experience. And Connor Roberts does not do that. Connor Roberts plays them on the outside, puts them on the weak foot uh, and goes, you know what, if, you, if you're going to beat me, fair. Um, but I, I think um, when you look at um, the, the, the sides that have done that, so Jack Clark at Sunderland, um, it, Preston did it as well. I think it, it, it's it, it, that it's just that bit of experience, but it's learning from it, and um, and, and he's benefiting from that from from playing. Yeah. I think there is a little bit of too many minutes because you know he is a seventeen-year-old kid. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you want your good players on the pitch, and he's absolutely, definitely one of them. Um, oh, yeah. just like is there a merit? The yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think we all want to see that, to be fair. I don't think there's any Leeds fan out there that don't want to see Gray play in midfield. Yeah. Um, Joe it's... has updated. I don't know if you've seen. I did. Um... I brought it up, but you were you were in the middle oh, of right. what you were saying, so you didn't see okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a crazy take. Just read it out for audio pod listeners. Yeah, so Joe Bedford said, uh, someone's saying send Archie out on loan if we go up, the comment above mine. That's what she was saying, uh, what the chuff to before <laughs> yeah i mean that's madness i mean that might even get into shit take of the week on wednesday <laughs> honestly that's crazy man do you really want to see him developing and being awesome for somebody else and then if you've sent him on loan he might get a taste of playing somewhere else you know you're not going to send him back to the championship if we go up because he's too good for that but uh, yeah so it'd be stupid, nick if we do go up actually should go out and loan to top champs i have a guaranteed minutes in midfield i think if we go up he starts pretty much every game he's available for I think so too. I, I think he's just too good to send out somewhere else. I get what he's saying about like being the main man somewhere, playing every game, yeah. you know, being the midfield kingpin. But I don't want to see him play somewhere else. I don't think he needs that development step. I think he's that good that he could just step up with us and yeah. he might be a little bit, you know, slow out of the blocks initially because it's a fucking different level is Premier League football. But there's no doubt in my mind he'll get there. Quickly. I think if we send him out on loan, we don't see him again. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. And if we send him out on loan for a season, then we go back down. We could end up with him never playing for our club again because he'll get a move to a Premier League club while we come back down. I'd rather see him play that season in Premier League for us if that's what might happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I, I think he would stay, and 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 I think it's important that he does because otherwise, we, you know, you you do put yourself in a position as a club where players will look at what their future is. That's um, it. I, plus, you know, um, there's talk already in the comments about Harry, um, who's also coming through, and and I think there's an even younger one that's coming through as well. Um, so you know, the, another the, one. The future looks bright. Yeah, I think so. Wow. So the future looks bright. But yeah, it does, and we just have to keep these players. Now we have to make sure we match their ambition. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Otherwise, you lose players, as we've seen, and unless we really take our foot off the gas at this point. We should go up. Yeah, in my and, and, you know that, that's 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 the point we were making at the top of the pod, and it is we're in a position now where we're unbeaten all year in the league, um, which it, is ten in a row, nine of them wins. You know, yeah. we're on such a good run, and there's so much you can take from the the, the game against Chelsea um, that the, the, there's no need for us to worry at this point, especially when you look at Leicester's run. You know, three yeah. defeats on the spin. 
um, especially when you look at um, comparing that with with ours. Saints have have lost three out of the last five. Yeah. So you know they're they're not in the best of nick either, and you could you could quite conceivably see uh, Southampton drop away at this point, but and you could Absolutely. see them right in the mix. Yeah, that's it. And we've never seen Maresca deal with any adversity yet. We don't know yeah. whether he'll be able to bring that back. We don't know whether. Yeah, diet pep. <laughs> we don't know whether he's um, got it in him to to fix that. I, I mean, the team's that good that I expect that they will get back to winning ways sooner yeah. rather than later. But you know, this is going to be uncharted territory for him and them. So who knows? Who knows how long this disruption could last? They could. They could now. Either they could go on and win all the games again from here, or they could go on and have a terrible run where they're getting a win, then a draw, then a loss. You know, we just don't know. Like anything could happen with them at this point. Both Ipswich and Leicester. Yeah. Now, if Saints win all of their games from, let's let's put it this way: if anybody wins all of their games from now to the end of the season, they deserve to win it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, And 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 that's fine because um, all of the sides in that top four are playing somebody else in the top four at least once. You know, we've got Saints at the end of the season. What would be really brilliant is if they have to give us a, a guard of honour as we walk onto our own pitch. You know, it was That's it was it. brilliant against Derby where Rooney had to give us that. But um, if, know, if it, we can stay three points ahead of them till that game, we are sorted. Yeah, we are. And I think, it, it, you know, if you look at Saints' next run of fixtures, they've got Preston, they've got Sunderland. I mean, albeit it's a Sunderland without Jack Clark, who I don't think he's as good as made out, but at the same time, mm. a lot of their play goes through him. Um, and then uh, they've got Leicester. Yeah, that's Actually, it. I think, I think that might be uh, a game that gets deferred because Leicester play Chelsea. Uh, but that just means that that pressure again, in that game of Saints against Leicester, that, that just ramps up even more because it's going to be towards the end of the season. So That's it. It's going to be for something. Yeah, that's a tough run. And then Saints play Borough and then they play Ipswich at Ipswich. Yeah. So, you know, you do look at those fixtures. You know, it's not going to be easy. We can't take for granted the fact that we're playing against size down at the bottom that are battling. But at the no, same time, you, you look at the run that the others have got and it's not possible for them all to win all of the fixtures because they're playing against exactly. each other. Exactly. And that's the biggest positive for us in this final run, I think. We've, yeah. we've got quite lucky in that regard, the way it's fallen. Um, well, it's not really. Look, know. is it? We're, we're up there battling and have no. I, I just mean the fixtures we've got. Yeah. No, not that we're where we are. Obviously, we've we've earned that. But the fixtures we have left, it's quite lucky that it's fallen the way it has because we know we can beat any of the teams we've got left to play. Yeah. We know we can. We beat them all. Well, that's <laughs> it. And, you, you know, know we've so, we've, we've done that from home and away. We've done less. Apart from Wednesday. Well, from Wednesday, yeah. we drew with them. But yeah, uh, I, but, I, I expect us to win that. I don't expect another Huddersfield game, even though some people in the comments said they did. <laughs> but but yeah, I think you know you look at our record against the other teams in the top four against us, and it's only Saints that we didn't show up for. Yeah, and, and, and we've only played them once, so we've got an opportunity to to make that right, and that will be at home. And as you said earlier, we exactly. are a different proposition at home. Um, but we've taken maximum points against um, the other two. That's right. And we've we've basically we've we've done as much as we can really. I mean, you know, yesterday it's a freak, isn't it? It's one of them games that happens in the championship. Just gotta keep going. We're on the right track. Just keep doing our thing. I think we'll go up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely I, I I am still really confident that um we're in a good a good position, albeit it's not fully in our hands 
because if Ipswich just go on, on on that run that they continue and Leicester turn it around, then you know we'll be in a position where um, it, they they can write their own destiny. But all they can do is concentrate on what we can do. The championship's that mad that we could end up top of the league and it could be Ipswich or Southampton behind us. We could yeah. end up second. It could be one of them at the top. Leicester could end up in the playoffs. You know, no one knows. Just yeah. have to keep winning our games and doing our thing. That's it. That's exactly all you can that. do. Exactly that. Still lots of football to be played. That's it. I think I'll wrap it up on that note, Gilly, unless you've got what else you want to throw out. Yeah, just, um, uh, you know, we've we've got um, an Andy's Man Club walk coming up. So we're doing uh, the Muriel walk. Um, <laughs> the Muriel walk. Call it. <laughs> um, so we, we, we're walking um, 17 miles across Leeds, taking in um, a lot of the murals. Not not all of them, because there's so many of them, but, but a lot of them. Um, so we, we're doing so for Andy's Man Club, and we'll share the links on the socials. Um, just a thank you to everybody that's donated so far. It does mean a lot. Everybody that's shared, um, all of that sort of stuff. And um, I think somebody's buying us a, a, a great big fat bastard butty. Um, while we're I'm going to need that. Yeah, that's the only reason that. I'm turning up. Um, so no, it's um, um, it, it, it's really important that uh, Andy's Man Club are, are there, and, and you know entities like that exist for people to go along exactly. and, and to be able to talk. And it's important that people remember it. it's okay. To not be okay and it's it's okay to talk um so yeah it, it's, it's something um i can't say that i'm fully looking forward to it because it is quite a long walk i'm not but, i've um, not walked more than a couple of miles for about two years so <laughs> um do but, it, but it is it, you know it, it is important uh and it's important that people recognize that there is support there if if, if it's needed um and just an additional comment as well dave calderdale in the chat just saying we are all like a family on chat awesome um it, you know, while we're on here, we can see the conversations ongoing between you all, and and uh, you know, yeah. I can't speak for everybody. I really appreciate it. It it keeps us going as well. It's a big deal. So, um, I do this love is, it. This is difficult if no one's interacting. So it is. It is. Know, it we appreciate everybody that does. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, and I mean, just we can talk end. shit, but it's hard when you're just talking shit without any sort of interaction. It is. So, um, you know, it, it is a big deal. And um, as lots of the comments have, have said. Um, if you can all smash that like button and subscribe to us, um, it all helps. It helps the ratios and and, and all of that sort of stuff. So um, keeps yeah. us coming back for more. It does. Glutton for punishment, <laughs> I think. Absolutely. So yeah, no, if you want to see more, always not them. <laughs> a, a bit of both, I think. I think it's like uh, it's cathartic for all of us. I think it that's is. what it is. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 not been a bad pod, to be fair, mate. I were kind of dreading talking about that game, but we've got through a lot. And, we got uh, there. We've, we've covered everything we needed to cover and hopefully cheered a few people up along the way. We'll catch you all on Wednesday. Cheers, Jay. Cheers, everyone. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 
would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. We've three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.